This is a WTOP original podcast. Welcome to another episode of The Vine Guy, a WTOP news podcast. I'm your host, Scott Greenberg. In this episode, I explore a wine region in California that, until today, I was not familiar with, the El Dorado County Appalachian, located in the Sierra foothills. My guest, Ann Wolford, is the co-owner of Wolford Acres in El Dorado County, and she's been kind enough to join me in the studio today to bring me up to speed on this story, AVA. Now, AVA, by the way, stands for American Viticultural Appalachian, which is really a region defined by specific geographic landmarks. And I'm really excited to welcome Anne into the studio today. Scott's a pleasure to be here. I am thrilled to show you a an unfamiliar AVA, and I think you're going to have a great time learning about El Dorado County wines. There are lots of wine countries in California, and I'd really like to get some of the smaller ones a little more known. Yeah, so, you know, people that have listened to this podcast by now are probably sick and tired of hearing me say, I'm from California. I grew up in California, <laughs> in Central California, thought I knew everything about all the different wine country counties and AVAs, uh, and when I got a call from uh, your PR person and said, hey, um, I'd like to introduce you to Anne. She's from El Dorado. I went, what? <laughs> don't know where El Dorado is. So, Anne, where is El Dorado? Well, that's a great question. El Dorado is a county that is in northern central California. We are a county in between Sacramento, which is the state capital, and South Lake Tahoe. A lot of people know Lake Tahoe for skiing. It's a big recreation area. We have the privilege of having Highway 50 run through El Dorado County. But it's also a problem (laughs) because uh, not only do we we get um, all that exposure from all those folks running through the county there, but they're also going straight to Lake Tahoe or heading back to the San Francisco Bay Area. So they don't really stop to think of all the things there are to do on the um, sides of the road in El Dorado County. And one of the great things to do is go wine tasting there. Wow, so we would call that a drive-by AVA. That's a drive-through AVA. Oh, yes. drive-through AVA. Drive-through AVA. hopefully we're going to change all that today. Yeah, we are. Yes. We are going to make it happen. Because I think that's – first of all, I was just thrilled to find out El Dorado – had the largest mass migration in U.S. history, from what I understand, right, due to exactly the right. gold for? rush. Yeah, right? you got it. <laughs> and El Dorado translates the gold, the gold area, the gold area. Yeah, right. Yeah. So at one point, El Dorado was a pretty popular place. Well, it was, it was one of the, it was a very popular place for people looking for gold, and people still do go panning for gold there. There's a lot of recreation in that area huh. centered around. Gold panning, um, the gold country, lots of river rafting. Obviously, there's rivers to run through for the gold panning. And whitewater rafting is a good thing. If you're going skiing or whitewater rafting anyway, take a day, go wine tasting at the same time. You just might strike gold. Yeah, uh, in every sense of the word. In every sense of the word. So I'm really excited about it. So tell me, what makes El Dorado AVA so different? What What is so unique about this particular AVA the that you want people to know? I think is so wonderful is we are not a monoculture. There are many, many wine regions that uh, stake their claim. There we go. Wine again. Or gold steak, again. Stake steak, their claim. Right. Get it? Yep. On, uh, on growing one type of grape really, really well. And it's often hard to differentiate between different um, vineyards because they all grow grape X. And El Dorado County, because we have so many different elevations, so many different terroirs from different soil compositions, uh, we're... Uh, in the Sierra foothills, so we face a lot of different directions. 
we can grow a lot of things really well. And so people say, what is Eldorado County known for? And I am proud to say we're not known for anything. We're known for doing a lot of things You're known for really everything. well. Not everything, but a lot of things really, so really well. What doesn't grow there? Like what, what's the name one or two varieties that you would not find growing in El Dorado? Well, it's not that you don't find them, but they're really limited production. So uh, say Chardonnay and Pinot Noir. Okay. They like that coastal area, that right. coastal climate. So there are a lot of places down by the river, little tiny microclimates where you can grow a small amount of Pinot Noir or mm-hmm. Chardonnay well, but I wouldn't say that's a dominant grape in the area. Okay. Do you have a dominant grape? Or like you said, there's a lot of different things. But I'm going to give you regions. So um, like Rhone grapes grow mm-hmm. really well, Syrah, Ooh. Grenache, um, very, very big grapes there, uh, Thaian grapes, a lot of Barbera, okay. a lot of, um, we're starting to get into Nebbiolo in that area. Oh, cool. So a lot of regions as opposed to specific grapes. That's awesome. Yeah. It's yeah. really pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you, you mentioned that there's a lot of different facings. You said, yeah, you know, we kind of face in this direction. We face in that direction. We have a lot of different soils. So do you have north facing vineyards? We, you probably have south facing We vineyards. have, I would say that we have vineyards that face in every direction. Wow. And, and they, some of them are smaller. Obviously people are trying to capitalize on the southwest facing slopes. But you can definitely have some um, north-facing areas, a lot of east-facing areas. It's a lot of volcanic rock. There's a winery. I think you tasted some wines from a place called Lava Cap. Yeah. And they are they have made a wonderful story, a wonderful true story about how their soil is composed of decomposed lava cap, and which is the push-up of the magma. And as it decomposes, it really makes the grapes a little bit stressed. It makes them work harder. And they love that. Wow. So, you know, it's interesting that you, yes, I actually have had a wine from Lava Cap and until this very moment did not realize it was El Dorado. Yes, sir. Wow. Okay. So So you do know where we are. Well, no, I have no idea where you are. (laughs) You know about us. And now I'm embarrassed because I've had a wine that from that region that I didn't even know was from that region or where that region is, but... Uh, actually, I'm kind of interested. I'm going to back up a little bit because I want to know a little bit more about you. And oh. I think there's more to explain about Lava Cap, <laughs> or I should say El Dorado, but you're an East Coast girl. I am. I am. I grew up in New Jersey. I lived for two years in Connecticut, and I went to school at Syracuse University. Right. So uh, what's a nice girl like you doing in a place like that? How'd that happen, huh? Yeah. How did that happen? I had been uh, visiting Australia, and when I bought my ticket to Australia, I only bought it to – I only bought my return ticket back to San Francisco to visit a friend who lived in California. And when I had a fabulous time in Australia, it was great. I landed at the airport in San Francisco with about $7 on me, which was not buying a ticket home. I got a job working in the tasting room of a winery in Santa Cruz County. Cool. And uh, the man who is now my husband was hired as the winemaker, and I just Aww. never made a home. I know. Isn't that sweet? Aww. It's so Did you ever cute. earn enough for a return ticket? You just decided to stay. I just decided to stay. Wow. Yeah. And so he, you two are, he's, he's your husband, still together, obviously. Yes, yes. At, and is he the winemaker? He is the winemaker. It's actually a partnership of three at the winery. It's myself and Paul, my husband, and Paul's brother, Mike, who is definitely an active partner. Um, so the three of us do a lot of it together. We have a core group of really fabulous and dedicated people who help us out. Um, but a lot of it is done by Paul, Mike, and I, and we uh, we love it. I'm not going to pretend it's always romantic, right, it's, but it's, it's a lot of work. Oh. 
But thank goodness for our the people who do help us because they they make it fun and they they really dive Wonderful. in and give us a reason to keep going. So you own your own vineyard there, or is it? We do. We have five acres of vineyard. Okay. First of all, let me just say we're a really tiny winery. We okay. only produce between eleven and twelve hundred cases every year. So that's not a lot. No, that's that a, is, pretty much that like is, a blip small, on the radar right. scale, right? So it's five acres gives us about eighty percent of what we make, and then we do contract out. Well, my husband's been a winemaker for forty-two years, so he oh. has a lot of long-term. Um, relationships at, at different vineyards, and he is able to contract out for fruit that just allows us to diversify our portfolio a little bit from what we have on our property. We have nine varietals on five acres, so we tend to do mostly blends. Okay. Every so often we do a single varietal. You're going to taste a single varietal, and well, a wine we call Merlot, but it's actually got Petit Verdot and Cab Franc in it okay. as well. But, but mostly Merlot. Mostly Merlot. Yeah. Well, yeah. This, and, and we also taste a Syrah a little bit later. Yes, I'm Kind absolutely. of excited about that yes. as well. I'm really kind of, you know, I love interested. that Syrah. I'm just going to say right up front, I had to bring it for you because I love that Syrah. So what are the defining characteristics that you find, you know, five acres, not very big. I assume you've got some diversity, though. We do nine ways. varietals on that. Yeah, but the, the thing I love about Eldorado County fruit is, um, and I'll be honest, I'm not a tannin lover. Okay. And Eldorado County, without being overly ripe, jammy, juicy, they really present a lot of fruit forward characteristics. And I love that with our wines is is that fruit right there. Wine is made from a grape, and I don't necessarily want to chew through a lot of wood to get to a grape flavor. I want to taste grape right up front and not, like I said, not jammy grape, but that fresh, um, vibrant fruit flavor. So I associate that with having pretty good acidity usually when, yeah, when lots, somebody mm-hmm. describes a wine like you're mm-hmm. describing when you're mm-hmm. talking about vibrant Fruit, right. bright fruit, fresh right. fruit. I right. get you know, so, and then I associate acidity with longer, maybe hang time on uh, uh, for fruit on the vines. Are you in an area where the the, the vines are going or the grapes are, are ripening a little bit longer? Well, it really depends on the summer. Like? It really depends, and honestly, a lot of the times it has nothing to do with hap- what's happening at the end of the summer. It's where were we in May. We tend to get a lot. A lot of times we get a big frost or even hail over Memorial Day weekend, and that kind of sets us back a little bit. Okay. If it's not a hot summer, um, things might um, need to hang a little longer. Um, okay. One of the things, um, well, like we started harvesting, I would say uh, mid to late August, and I just saw on social media that a couple of my sister wineries just picked their last grapes last week. Okay, so they are so they're going still working further, on it much for right. the end of the season. Right. Okay. Interesting. Right. All right. And how many wineries are are in this AVA? Because you know, oh, would, great question. Oh my goodness, to I'm going to say about eighty. 80? 80. 80. 80. Sister wineries. It's 80 sister wineries. Said, sister, yes. Sister wineries. Yes. That's a, okay. I'm just absolutely blown away. There's Come 80 wineries. Come see us, Scott. Oh, well. We're going to show you. Yeah. So what was my experience? Okay. So let's say I'm driving through <laughs> and I decide to stop. What's my experience like? Uh, is it? Oh my gosh. Because our wineries are small, it's very personal. Usually, um, not always, but usually you'll get an owner or a family member pouring for you in the tasting room. Even if uh, they have staff generally running the tasting counter, 
you're going to see the winemaker walking through. You're going to see the assistant winemaker. You see the cellar master just walking from the parking area to your to the tasting room. You're going to see the people who actually work there wow. working yeah. there. So you you work there and work the tasting room, right? Uh, um, I tend to stick in the tasting room. I'm I I'm not much of a vineyard kind of gal. Yeah, not doing it. Back to making neighbors. You know, well, it, it's I don't like snakes. What? <laughs> Sometimes there are snakes. Not snakes. always, not always, but I'm I'm a paranoid person, you know. <laughs> friendly snakes, I hope. Um, I would say friendly is not the word. Uh, they don't want to see us any more than we want to see them. Let's put it that way. Okay, so you know, the good news here is um I I'm looking forward to coming to El Dorado. I'm looking forward to you know, going to and visiting some of the tasting rooms, but the good news is I don't have to go that far right now. Because right. you have brought Absolutely. two of the beautiful wines in for us to try today from El Dorado, right? From, I am thrilled to have you taste these. From Wofford Acre Vineyards. I'm looking forward it. to this. This is going to be pretty cool. Tell me about this first so wine. So the first one I'm going to have you try is our Merlot. It's a oh, I love the 70, nose right off the bat. I see. Wow. I like this yeah. bottle a lot, too. 75% Merlot, 20% Cab Franc, 5% Petit Verdot. It's our Big Buck bottle. Big buck um, bottle. Uh, it is. It, it's our special occasion bottle. One of the nice things about El Dorado County is it tends to produce a lot of wines that have a very friendly price point. But most people have kind of their glamour bottle. The Merlot is that. It is 50 bucks a bottle. People taste it, and most of them say, I get it. Wow. That's $50 a bottle? <laughs> yes, sir. You have a case? Uh, I can bring. I can give, make uh, sure you get wow. one. <laughs> I'll tell you what. That, um, okay, so the first thing that hits you. Is uh, and 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 I mean this in a complimentary way. So I don't know how it's going to come out. A plum slushy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just wow. Lots of plum. Lots of raspberry. Lots of raspberry, yeah. and it just feels like it just kind of has this really coating quality to it. Just a lot of bright plum and raspberry fruit right up front. Yeah. You know, and then as it kind of glides on back, you get a little bit of tan and a little bit of. Well, yeah, I mean, you, um, you got to have something there. to carry it yeah. through. Yeah. But I just don't love to, I don't love a tannic tannic. No, no, it's not super tannicky. Yeah, no, no, no. 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 It's definitely yeah, not super tannicky. No, but it's, but you can tell that there's some structure there. There's some backbone. And, and then um, what I, it's kind of, you can actually feel that acidity as it moves back. It kind of gives you that juiciness. Yes. Uh, that, that I love. That's a beautiful. So it's, what is it? It's Merlot. It's 75% Merlot, 20% Cab Franc, 5% Petit Verdot. Wow, Cap Franc. I would have not picked that up in this wine. Just That's enough really cool. to give yeah. it, I think, it, for my money, I think the Cap Franc is where that tannin backbone comes mm. from. Mm. You don't, it, not a lot of it, just enough to give it, like you said, structure. That's lovely. Thank you. Know, you. That would be. I try not to bring the schlock to no, things no, like this. No, no, of course not. <laughs> no, but, you know, I just think that would be. I'm trying to think of what I would love to. I mean, you know, that's a pretty versatile red wine. I mean, think I, you know I what? Could even do that I with salmon. Love light enough for salmon. Yeah, but I'm um, for me. I'm all about with this one. I want a. It's so pretty. I want a powerful flavor to go back with it. Yeah, and I kind of I love it with um. If you got just a little bit of horseradish sauce with it. It breaks that fruit pop. Oh, you know, yeah. it'd be great with like a prime rib with right? a little bit of Right, or horseradish. filet mignon with a little horseradish yeah. sauce. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. And you know what I like about it? It says, personally, I'd like it with, a, like a filet mignon that doesn't have a lot of fat. Right. Because, you know, this doesn't, you don't need you don't the need tannins. To, you don't need to cut through that. Right. You don't right? need to cut through it. It's yeah. just a pretty wine. Okay. It is really pretty. So tell me about the second one. Okay, the Syrah is okay. probably my favorite of all the reds that we make. This one is 100% Not that you have a favorite Syrah. child, but this would be it. 
You know, I do have favorite children. It just changes all the time. You know. <laughs> um, Wait, do you have children? I have two sons. Okay. And, and a dog who is the, I, unabashedly my favorite child. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of dog? Oh, he's a Rottweiler Coonhound mix. Yeah, just because you need a big dog in the I, He's just my boy. Yeah. He's just my baby. All right. Yeah. Hey, kids, if you're listening to this, mom still loves you. <laughs> I do. I love you, David and Andy. Let's just leave it at that. I... Love the Syrah. This sounds so odd, and it's it's hard to describe it unless you're tasting it. But to me, it feels like velvet as you're yeah. drinking it. It's just soft and warm and comforting. Yeah, I love that wine. Like a like a like my a wife big would hug. my wife would describe this as a flannel sheet. Yeah, well, I wine. don't know if she it's that. To, it, I don't know if it's that likes, enveloping. It's kind of a flannel sheet standoff a little. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm gonna tell me what you think. Mm. I I really love that wine. Mm. Are you okay with that? Oops. I just swallowed. Oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. I love that wine. I love that wine. Now, it's I would not associate this with what I would consider like a, a, a typical Northern Rhone Syrah. Very different. And, and Very my different. answer, my response to that, because I do get that quite often at the counter, is we're not in the Northern no, Rhone region. No, you're not. And we're in El Dorado County. What I like about this yeah. is this tastes like a Syrah from a different place, right? I don't, right. if, if I had Tawari this- really speak? Right, if you told me, like, Scott, this is a Syrah, guess where it's from? I couldn't because I don't. You don't know El Dorado. I don't know El Dorado. <laughs> but I could tell you, I would say, well, it's definitely not French. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, definitely not South American. I would really be kind of flummoxed as to where well, this is from. You could tell it's Syrah. It's it's got Syrah flavors, but you know there's no bacon fat or black olive kind of thing going on in the nose that I would normally. Do you get associate. a little lavender out of that? Well, maybe Go I will ahead, now that again, you said try it. Try again. Oh, well, I don't want to put the power of well, suggestion. You already did. Oh, okay, <laughs> sorry. Well, I will tell you, Syrah is is one of the grapes that almost every or many wineries in El Dorado County uh, grow, and they're all a little bit different, and they're all lovely. I think. Yes, I do get lavender. And it's well, yeah, not did just I power. make you do that? Did I make no. you do that? Yeah, well, okay, maybe a little. But okay. yeah, you, know, it, you do, and it's actually right in the center of the palate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's right in the center of the palate. Yeah. And there's no holes in this wine. It goes it goes tip to back of tongue uh, straight through. And you do get that little bit of a lavender pop right in the middle. And that's that's really cool. Yeah, and, and, I just uh, think that's such a nice wine. It is, a, you know. And again, it's a, it's, it's a wine that has structure but not overly tannic. Uh, and, and maybe I would put this up with maybe a, a lamb loin, right? Oh, I, well, I happen to love lamb. And if when you come visit us, you've got to try the Nebbiolo there because that's your lamb wine. Yeah, is, is I definitely an, go lamb invitation? with that. What's that? Is that uh, a, yeah. Anytime. Oh. Any, I, we, we would love to have you in El Dorado County. I, would think I, I would could take you a lot of places. Wow. You know, it's just, it's, <laughs> I'm, just I'm blown away. First of all, it's a pleasure having you here. But Thank you. What I really love is the education on this AVA. Uh, and there's evidently 80 wineries, 80-plus 80 wineries going on around here. And these wines are delicious. You know, what, what I, oh boy, I hate to say this in the Me Too movement, but these are feminine-style wines to me. I think that the Syrah is just so lovely and so it is lovely. Uh, seductive. It is lovely. It's seductive. Like I said, it's, it's that velvety. Wilds. It's that yeah, that velvety come hither kind it, of yeah. thing. Yeah. I kind of feel like I'm being seduced a little bit by this. Alrighty one. then. <laughs> Mission accomplished. <laughs> uh, and I think that uh, if people get an opportunity, they should definitely not drive through. Oh no, no. Please stop. Please stop. Please Lots stop. of places you can find us. Um, 
We have a very active social media presence. You can follow us through that. Our passport days are in um, April. Great time to come visit and sort of get in. It's a little immersion program in our wines. Yeah. What's a passport day? I don't. What is? Oh, it's. Are they? me. Oh yeah, of course. So uh, I think passport days are kind of fun. You go. um, Many of the wineries participate in this, and they do food and wine pairings. It's just sort of a little in-depth, come see us and, and stay a little while longer at our places. And they'll do food and wine pairings. There's usually barrel samples. They might pull out library wines for you to work at. It's in April. You get a little book, like a little passport book, and you get little stamps when you go around. You don't, you're not expected to hit all lady in a weekend. So it's sort of a deep dive. Challenge choose accepted. A, oh, well, <laughs> choose the, say, eight over two days you most want to go right. to and call it good. Okay. And is, are there places to stay? There are places to stay. I would. One of the sad realities of El Dorado County is it doesn't have a lot of beds, but there are places to stay. And if you don't mind driving a little bit, there's lots of places in South Lake Tahoe. How far away and from El Dorado South Lake Hills. Tahoe? Uh, well, Wofford Acres itself is about an hour away. Okay. What about the region? El Dorado the region, region? Pretty, pretty much anywhere is like an hour, an hour and 15 minutes okay. away. So what you're saying is I should come to El Dorado and open up a and b Well... Yeah, why not? Why not? Why not? It might be kind of cool. It might be great. Yes, in my <laughs> retirement. Yeah. Well, Anne, it's just an absolute pleasure. This has been a joy. Thank you for inviting me, Scott. Thank I really you. had a great time. Thank you for sharing your knowledge of the ABA, and thank you so much for sharing these wines. And if you, well, folks, enjoy if you're the listening, rest of them with your wife. Really, just if you get a chance to stop into this beautiful AVA, please do. Don't drive through. Stop in. So, Anne, thank you so much for joining me uh, in this episode of the Vine Guy podcast. It's been a real pleasure having you here. Could you just remind our listeners, what are the two wines that we tried today? I sure can. We tried a 2016 Merlot and a 2017 Syrah. From? Wofford Acres Vineyards in El Dorado County. There you go. So thanks again so much for being here. It's been a real pleasure. Thanks for listening to the Vine Guy, a WTOP news podcast. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at the Vine Guy. And catch my Wine of the Week segments on Fridays on WTOP and WTOP.com. Sarah Beth Hensley produced this episode. The music you heard is Wishful Thinking by Dan Leibowitz, available in the YouTube audio library. Until the next time, remember, do good, drink well.